We're back with another breakdown of a Guardians player on the 40-man roster. Today we're talking about Gabriel Arias and his 2023 season and looking ahead to 2024. What to expect from the infielder who uh, really, the, the Guardians really seem to be trying to, to, to force feed him into that, uh, that starting shortstop position uh, ever since the trade of uh, Ahmed Rosario. Uh, in July of, of last year, Arias has, has been uh, sort of the guy who got first crack at at taking over and, and being the primary shortstop. Uh, Hoinsey, you know, when when Arias was was in the minor leagues, he did nothing but hit. He did nothing but show uh, sort of the the promise there that of, of of everything that he could be as a major league shortstop. Uh, you know, why hasn't it necessarily to this point uh, translated? Uh, in in more of a consistent fashion at the big league level. Yeah, Joe. Well, well, one thing you know, he's got to uh, cut down on the strikeouts. He struck out 113 times uh, last season compared to 28 walks. You know, so that's that's a big, uh, I think a a big part of his game that he has to correct. He's got to make more contact. He's got to get on base more uh, because you know the physical tools are there, Joe. This guy's six one two twenty. You know. Played all over the diamond last year. Probably that that may have had something to do with it too. You know, not being able to settle in at one position until uh, you know they made the made the trade with uh, Rosario. Um, but uh, he he made he made 14 starts at first, one at second, 11 at third, 46 at short, and 16 uh, uh, in right field. Now you know defensively, you know. Uh, you know, he, he played very well, I thought. He showed a great arm. You know, his arm is in the upper, you know, 90 percentile. Uh, he had five outs above average, two at shortstops. So, uh, you know, the defense is there. He's just got to bring his, his offensive game along. Yeah, that's the, the one thing that consistently Terry Francona and, and pretty much every coach that we've talked to about Gabriel Arias is uh, – as far as defensive value goes, he's in the upper echelon of, you know, he's his arm strength is uh, it's off the charts, 91st percentile. You know, he it plays in right field. That's how good his arm is. Uh, but and we've seen flashes of it at, at shortstop as well. Uh, there are times when when you have you and I have looked at each other in the uh, in, in the press box when he turns a double play and it, it just looks different coming out of his hand. When uh when a ball comes from second base there, and uh, you know we sort of say to each other, hey, you know the other guy wouldn't have wouldn't have made that play all that close. Uh, it, it's it's just sort of a, a a feeling that you get, you know, having seen it enough times. Uh, there's a, there's just a difference there. Uh, but in order for that glove to be out there and 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 you know in that position on a regular basis, like you said, he has to he has to find a place somewhere in this batting order not to be a uh, a black hole in the order and, and, and only, uh, you know, you know, hit uh, in, in, in chunks and flashes there. So uh, like you said, he has to cut down on his strikeouts, but uh, I, I really think the the consistency in, in driving the ball is another thing that, you know, he, he, he sort of brings and has to do uh, on a regular basis. Yeah. You know, and, and Joe, he's got power. He had 10 home runs last season, 15 doubles, um, you know, he, uh, you know, with uh, the stat cast stats, his hard hit percentage jumped 
from 34.4% in 2022 to 46.7%, you know, this past season. Uh, he, he, uh, you know, made 20 barrels, you know, over the, uh, this last season. His mm-hmm. exit velo is, uh, 91.1 miles per hour. That's uh, 77%, you know, the up, you know, 77% percentile. So he makes contact, you know, but, uh, he just doesn't make enough of it, you know. So when he, but you know, the, the encouraging thing to me, Joe, is when, you know, when he plays shortstop, you know, specifically last season he had two forty seven, forty two for one seventy, eleven doubles, four homers, uh, you know, fifteen RBIs in forty nine games. You know, if you put that over what one hundred forty, one hundred fifty games, I think he could live with that with uh, you know Arias's uh, defense. Yeah, I think you would take that in a heartbeat if you're the uh, if if that's what he's able to give you as your everyday shortstop and and, and playing in that position and those are the the numbers projected over 100 and, you know 50 some games maybe uh, I, I think you would definitely live with that uh, and and he becomes uh, you know a centerpiece uh, then for you uh, you can help you know fill out your lineup as opposed to trying to have to hide him somewhere in the batting order. Uh, when Gabriel Arias is going well, uh, like you said, he he can he can hit the ball out of the park. He he has the home run power. We saw that in Baltimore where he hit a home run. And God, that ball must have been 430 feet. He hit into the bullpen area uh, in, uh, in in left center field, and you know he knew it too. As soon as he hit the ball, the, the, the confidence was there. As soon as that ball came off the bat, uh, when he's going well, though. He can drive the ball out to right center field and 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 hit the ball hard to right field as well. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Uh, you know, Francona loved when he hit went to right field when he you know w- went up the middle and went to right field. You know, he always said when, w- no matter if it was Arias or any other hitter, when a guy goes the opposite way, you know he's on balance. You know, uh, you know he's feeling good at the plate. We just didn't see enough of that uh, from Arias, and I think you know Joe, if they just you know, you know, if he feels like he's the starting shortstop, I don't know. I'm sure they're not going to just hand him over the job, you know, in spring training. But I think if he, you know, gets that confidence going, he's playing what in San Terce right now in Puerto Rico, playing winter ball. He came back from that non-displaced fracture in the wrist, the right wrist at the end of the season. So hopefully he comes into camp with, uh, you know, with a head of full steam, you know, a full, you know, full, full steam ahead. And uh, he's feeling good about himself and he's healthy and he kind of just takes that job because it's sitting right there for him, Joe. Yeah, the job is sitting right there, but there are other suitors for the job as well. I mean, Brian Rocchio uh, is, is a guy who played very well at Triple A all year last year in, in brief flashes with the major league club in whatever opportunities he got. You know, he hits the ball from from both sides of the plate. Uh, he's, he doesn't hit the ball as hard as Gabriel Arias does. Uh, but defensively he's, he's, uh, anybody's equal, uh, defensively, uh, and as a middle infielder in the organization right now. So yeah, there is competition. There is somebody pushing from behind for, uh, at least we assume right now that he's, he's behind him, uh, in the pecking order, uh, for Arias. Does that help Arias this year, knowing that, you know, he can't just relax. He has to have a an attitude of going out there and, you know, uh, more and, uh, you know, improving and continuing to grow. Uh, because if not, there's somebody right behind him waiting to take his job. 
Oh yeah, I think I think definitely, Joe. You you know that's probably one of the reasons he's playing winter ball right now. I know he wanted to test that wrist, but I would think he wants to get a head start. I'm, I'm Rokio's playing winter ball as well, and I believe in Venezuela. So uh, you know those guys, they're going to come to camp. They know what the, the, there's a job you know f- to be had, and they want to be uh, ready for it. And uh, you know everyone's you know everyone says spring training doesn't count. Well, it doesn't count if you're Jose Ramirez, but if you're uh, if you're Gabriel Arias or Brian Rocchio, it counts big time. Does the the versatility that he showed last year, being able to play in the in the outfield, being able to go over to first base, uh, does that help him or hurt him uh, as they look forward uh, in in uh, in 2024 and maybe even beyond that? Uh, because, uh, like you said, we know. Uh, what is it with shortstops? When when they had Rosario and they were trying to move him around, Rosario always hit better and always played better overall when he knew you just put him at put him at shortstop, put him second in the order. When he thought that that's where he should be, it, everything clicked for him. Uh, but it, it just seems to me like Arias, you know, wants to be at shortstop. Does moving him around does it, that versatility help him or hurt him in the organization's eyes? Uh, maybe moving forward. Well, I think it really helps them, Joe. You know, nobody, well, every team in the big leagues values versatility. You know, it's a trend for the last, what, 10, 15 years, but uh, Cleveland really values it. And, uh, you know, if Arias, you know, doesn't make it as a, uh, as a, um, you know, the starting shortstop, he could slip in as a utility guy. You know, he's a right-handed hitter. Uh, you know, they're kind of, you know, that lineup tilts toward the left side. So, you know, he could, he could come off the bench and be, and be a player that way, but I'm sure he wants to, uh, you know, I'm sure, you know, he, his goal is to win the, the starting shortstop job. Yeah, you mentioned the right-handed stick. I mean, that's got to be a huge plus in in his favor with this lineup, with this roster, you know, trying to match up against as many left. We saw it all throughout last year that teams would just line up their left-handed pitchers to start against the Guardians, and it worked for the most part uh, throughout the year. Uh, Anybody who, who can hit left-handed pitching is, is going to get a, a shot to be in the lineup uh, you know, pretty much uh, in, on a regular basis in a series because you're going to see maybe one or two left-handed starters uh, if you're Cleveland, as as teams have shown that that's what their tendency is going to be now. Yeah, left-handed starters were uh, the Guardians went. 24 and 35 against left-handed starters last year. Unfortunately, uh, uh, Joe Arias did <laughs> played a part in that. He only hit 083 against lefties. So, uh, you know, nine for 108. So, you know, that is one area of his game. If he wants to, uh, you know, stay in that lineup and, uh, he's got to hit, he's got to hit left-handers, uh, much, much better. And I don't know if that was just, uh, an aberration. You know, I think sometimes, you know, young players, players you know it you know we really haven't seen you know you know uh, a track record yet but uh that was not a good start so he's got a lot of ground to improve on you know against lefties Uh, he needs to go talk to whoever uh, josh naylor talked to in the offseason last year about hitting left-handed pitching and, and how to improve on that obviously josh swinging it from the left side but uh you know josh's numbers improved against left-handed pitchers from from 22 to 23 so uh maybe we can see some sort of growth like that out of gabriel arias and 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 really 
you know, since he came to this organization in the the Mike Clevenger trade, since he came with Josh Naylor and you know, and with Austin Hedges back then, uh, it, it he's he's been sort of talked about and pointed to and uh, looked at as the you know hopefully uh, a guy who can make an impact in this lineup uh, from the middle infield positions as a as a high draft or as a high prospect in uh, in the San Diego organization at one time. And then when he got to AAA, just what he was able to do uh, when he wasn't injured. And that was sort of the other thing is, if we're, if we're being honest, this is a guy who has had trouble avoiding the injury bug uh, in, in bits and pieces uh, over his time with the Cleveland organization. Yeah, he's been hit a couple times in the hand. Uh, you know, they, uh, two years ago, I think he broke his hand at AAA when he, you know, and that cost him, you know, a call up. Uh, and uh, and the, this last uh, time he got hit in the hand again, you know, in September, last September. But, it, it you know, he's, he's, he recovered from that surgery wasn't necessary, you know, and uh, he just needed time to uh, get over it. But uh, yeah, yeah, he's got a. I don't know if there's a. You know, I, I think sometimes you just get hit if you're if you're <laughs> if you're a hit. You know, like uh, Andres Jimenez, he just gets. Hit. I don't. He's just a target sometimes, or the way he stands, or the stance, or something. But Arias has unfortunately had a couple of uh, setbacks that way. Yeah, it's uh, not the the best way. You, you never want to have breaking injury news on a on a guy, but. Uh, if there's ever breaking injury news on Arius or, or any other Guardians player, we have it on subtext as soon as we get it. Uh, our listeners can subscribe to subtext by logging on to cleveland.com slash subtext or uh, sending a text message to 216-208-4346. It's the best way to get uh, instant updates sent to your phone directly from Hoynes and from me uh, throughout the season. Uh, we'd love to have you on Guardians subtext. Hoinsey, what's uh, what do you think of Gabriel Arias uh, in, in the clubhouse, off the field, as a as a teammate? What's uh, I, I I mean, my my take on him is he's been pretty quiet, pretty subdued, as as you would expect uh, a, a guy with uh, just a little bit over uh, one year major league experience to to sort of be. Um, can he develop into uh, more of a a vocal guy? Uh, I, I know as as a uh, you know, in his first sort of taste of the major leagues, he, he might have gotten, uh, you know, a, a little bit overconfident and, and there were expectations there. But uh, he seemed throughout last season to to have um, sort of had the right attitude and the right approach uh, that, a, that a rookie would would be able to take. Oh, yeah, I think he fits in well, Joe. He works well with Jimenez at second base. That's a, you know, that's really a good, uh, solid uh, double play combination up the middle there. He, you know, he's, he's smart. He always, he seems to be having fun in the clubhouse. Uh, so, you know, um, yeah, I think he fits in real well. And, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, he'll only grow, you know, you, you see guys kind of grow in confidence the way they handle themselves in the clubhouse and on the field. You know, it, it goes hand in hand with how they play with their numbers. And I think as his play improves, you know, that 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 aspect of his personality will probably improve as well. Well, just remembering back to August, uh, he was the. Uh... He was sort of the spark plug in, not not necessarily the spark plug, but uh, it was the conflict between him and Tim Anderson that that lit the fuse in the uh, the Tim Anderson Jose Ramirez fight. So 
you know, his teammates stick up for him. This is a guy who they'll fight for and, and you know, fight alongside. I think that, uh, that that might say a little something about, you know, what they think of him within the walls of the clubhouse as well. Yeah, no doubt about it. And I think, you know, he said he said Anderson was yelling at him from the dugout and uh, he, you know, he he really didn't kind of respond. And then so Ramirez responded for him. So (laughs) loud loud and clear, he responded loud and clear. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, that that was, you know, I you look for little things like that and, and, you know, will they fight for each other, that kind of thing. And and. Jose Ramirez uh, sticking up for for his teammate, uh, I think, is, uh, you know, says a lot and goes a long way as well. Uh, what does a successful 2024 season look like for Gabriel Arias? Uh, is it is it one where he plays the entire year at shortstop or, you know, uh, is it one where he hits 20 home runs uh, or, or X number of RBIs? Uh, or is it one where. You know, maybe the, the the benchmark here is just keep him under 100, 100 strikeouts if possible. Yeah, I think, you know, a successful season, I'm sure in Arias's mind, is uh, he wins the shortstop job and he keeps it and he plays, you know, a, a steady, you know, a steady shortstop defensively and offensively and helps this club win. You know, I'm sure that's 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 his goal going into the going into spring training. As we've uh, as we've seen, uh, you know, a support system and and the, the guys around you uh, to to help you get to those goals, uh, it, it'll be reassuring to have the best defensive player in the American League uh, lined up right to your left as uh, as he will if he's the starting shortstop with Andres Jimenez there. You talked about their relationship and how they well work together uh, pretty well. Uh, can Andres Jimenez help uh, Gabriel Arias? you know, take that next step in his development at the major league level. Oh, yeah, I think so. I think they they have a lot of confidence in each other. Uh, you know, I know Arias, uh, you know, was was talking, you know, after a, uh, I can't remember what game it was, but I, I he made a diving stop, uh, you know, near the bag and he just flipped it up in the air. And, uh, you know, uh, Jimenez uh, caught it and turned it into a double play. And I asked uh, I asked uh, Arias if he uh if you know if he had seen where Jimenez was going to be, and he goes, "No, I just knew he was going to be there." So you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of confidence there between those two guys. Boy, when you when you say things like that, you, you, your mind just sort of wanders back to the the great combinations that have played, you know, on that dirt, in that spot, in that ballpark uh, together uh, at, at at shortstop and, and second base, and and you hope that that one day uh, they can develop into. You know, Robbie Alomar and Omar Vizquel defensively and, and you know, maybe uh, just as good uh, at, at the plate as well. Uh, Arias will have a support system, though, if, if you're talking about from the coaching side of things. Uh, Ruglas Odor, uh, who, you know, uh, had to have managed him uh, at, at, in whatever brief capacity at double A if he was there, uh, is the new infield coach. Uh, but even more exciting is, is Kai Correa who's renowned for his almost revolutionary drills, uh, you know, defensively on the infield and, and the way that he works in with infielders and improves defenses. Uh, even Craig Albernez, the, the bench coach, uh, was, was credited with improving San Francisco's uh, infield defense. Uh, this, this Guardians infield coming into this 2024 season should be an elite defensive unit, uh, you know, at, at some point. Uh, with the coaches that they're able to put around Arias and uh, and Jimenez. 
Yeah, it was already a solid, uh, you know, a solid uh, infield. I think those coaches will definitely help. Uh, you know, you've got Jose, who was a Gold Glove uh, finalist at short. Arias, who, you know, what, you know, really played a solid uh, shortstop. Uh, when he got the chance to play there, you know, Jimenez, the best defensive player in, in the American League, and and Josh Naylor at, at first, who's, you know, I think he's pretty underrated, you know, good at digging balls out of the dirt and, uh, you know, good at the stretch. So, uh, yeah, I think that's really, really, you know, a, a fun infield to watch. And you got, you know, Bo Naylor kind of emerging behind the plate. Yeah, I, I, it'll be nice. Uh you know, maybe we maybe we we talk about uh, how many defensive runs saved by the end of the year that uh, Arius is worth, and and his uh, his rating overall. Uh, we certainly know the arm is there. All right, that's going to wrap up our look at uh, Gabriel Arias for the 2024 season. Uh, looking ahead to uh, you know what to expect out of him, we'll be back with more uh, breakdowns of Guardians players on the 40-man roster uh, throughout the rest of the offseason as we look ahead to spring training and uh, get you ready then. Hoinsey, we'll talk to you soon. All right, Joe. 